Welcome to the Hot to Best Daily Pick Show for Tuesday, January 11th. Back with some more college basketball action for today. As far as Monday went, didn't have a huge card Monday, only one game, but Wofford ends up falling to UNC Greensboro. They just can't pull away with that game, end up keeping it close, and UNC Greensboro ends up winning it. So um, a loss there to go along with many losses here the last few days. So hopefully here Tuesday, we can get it rolling in the right direction. Let's get right into Tuesday's card. first game I want to take a look at for Tuesday Northeastern taking on James Madison Northeastern comes into this game six and eight on the year James Madison nine and three and I know at this point you're probably tired of me betting against Northeastern because it seems like I do it a lot um, but I'm just I don't believe in them. I, I don't love what I've seen. You know, they're 194th in Kimpom. I actually do get a little bit of love in the hot to bet rankings, 155. James Madison, 169 in Kimpom, and actually worse than the hot to bet rankings, the Northeastern, 162nd. Um, but both of these teams have had solid seasons. Don't get me wrong. Northeastern, a um, couple solid wins over Colgate and UMass, but since then, they just have not looked like nearly um, as good of a team. They have dropped their last four games. Granted, they kept it close on Sunday, and we were against them on Sunday. Um, but I think with out Shaquille Walters still in the lineup, which he is questionable for this game. Um, I will say he, he could end up playing, um, but at the moment of recording this, it doesn't look likely. And even if he does play, I don't know that at, at this point he's proven that he is a huge upgrade for this Northeastern team. They they got a couple of great scores even without him in the lineup. Jamal Telfort is one of those guys dropping 12.4 points per game. Tyreek Scott Grayson is also dropping 12.3 points per game. So um, Walters plays, Walters doesn't play. I think this Northeastern team is about the same either way, but overall they've done a decent job shooting the ball this year, a 50.1 effective field goal percentage, 31.1% from being the arc, um, as well as 74.7% from the free throw line. Um, but James Madison has definitely impressed me. You know, like I said, non-conference schedule um, was very good for this James Madison team. You know, the huge win over Virginia, which obviously Virginia isn't necessarily what we thought they were, but a great win there. They do start out conference play here with a loss to Hofstra, but in their defense, they had a month off between that game it was you know it was like two days away from being an entire month so um they really didn't play at all during the month of december and you know coming out of that break and, and playing hofstra like they did a competitive hoster team you know a hoster team that went and knocked off arkansas um it wasn't the worst showing in the world and i think they played better here in this game vato morris leads the team in scoring with 11.8 points per game to call molson is also dropping 11.6 points per game and overall they're about on pace with what northeastern has done shooting the ball a 50.8 effective field goal percentage, 33 point or 33% from beyond the arc, and 68.3% of their free throws. And let's be honest, neither one of these teams shines on the offensive side of the ball. That's not their skill set. Um, Northeastern 235 in adjusted offensive efficiency. James Madison is a little bit better um, at 112th in offensive efficiency. But both of these teams are decently good on defense. 146 defensive efficiency for Northeastern, um, and James Madison is 141st in defensive efficiency, according to Ken Palm. And that's where I see this game going. I think the team that can control the defensive side of the ball um, ultimately comes out victorious. And, and James Madison is a really good team when it comes to forcing turnovers. That's really their specialty. They make their opponents turn it over 22.1% of the time. That's 36th and the country. Um, and while Northeastern can do a little bit of that, um, and, and their rebounding is pretty good. You know, Chris Odery leads them with 9.5 rebounds per game. They're 45th in the country in defensive rebounding. Um, I just don't love the 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 pace and in, in the you know the the trend that I've seen with this Northeastern team. Granted, they've played close games and they've got some covers, um, but they haven't really gotten over the edge and be able to win games um, and. Play 
play competitive enough, you know, to get over that edge. Um, and James Madison, on the other hand, you know, it's a hard team to read. Obviously, they've only played one game in the last month, and it was a loss to Hofstra. Um, but I do firmly to believe, you know, what we saw at home before that Hofstra loss was very, very good for this James Madison team. They um, looked like they had things going in a great direction. And, and really, with getting that COVID rust off their backs last week against Hofstra, um, I think they're really poised for a big spot here in this one. So, love James Madison here. Give me the minus three and a half. Next up on the card, we got Toledo taking on Miami, Ohio. Toledo 11 of 4 in the season. Miami, Ohio is 7 and 6. And Toledo has been a solid basketball team. Once again, the MAC 93rd in Kim Palm, 80th in the Hot Tibet rankings. Miami, Ohio 134 in Kim Palm, and 145th in the Hot Tibet rankings. And while Miami, Ohio might not have the record necessarily, they do have a great win um, to, to open up MAC play, a good win over Buffalo. But outside of that win, they have not looked great as of late. They've dropped um, six of their last seven games against D1 opponents, which is not really the streak you want headed into conference play. Um, but they got a couple of good scores. Day Day Grant is not bad at all. He's dropping 17.2 points per game. Mikhail Larry also dropping 14.3 points per game. And overall, they're a good shooting team. Don't get me wrong. You have 50.7 effective field goal percentage. They're hitting 34.6% from beyond the arc. And they boast a 79.2 free throw percentage. 12th in the country in free throw shooting. So not a whole lot to, to be mad about Miami, Ohio offensively. But with that said, Toledo is just as good offensively. They have a couple of great wins over Bradley and Marshall earlier in the season. They had a very competitive three-point loss to Richmond. Um, and they might not look good in that Michigan State loss, but they've still been a solid team. They're 3-1 and one here in MAC play. And Toledo is just always a team in the MAC that I absolutely love. They were super hot last year, win 15 MAC games, most in school history. Todd Kowalski wins MAC Coach of the Year last season. And he really has his team rolling in a great direction again here. Um, as far as scoring-wise, like I said, they're, they're pretty similar to what Miami, Ohio has done. Ryan Rollins is dropping 19.1 points per game for Toledo. JT Shummett is also dropping 14.4 points per game. And overall, this Toledo team has shot the ball pretty good. A 50.1 effective field goal percentage, 34.7% from beyond the arc, and they're hitting 77.5% of their free throws. 23rd in the country in that category. And it's why the, these offenses are so evenly matched. You know, Toledo is 62nd in adjusted offensive efficiency. Miami, Ohio, 65th in adjusted offensive efficiency. Um, and that's why this game, another one, comes down to the defensive side of the ball. Miami, Ohio is not good on defense. 249th in adjusted defensive efficiency compared to Toledo's 130th. And really, even though that, the Toledo defense looks really good, it's been amazing to watch them improve as the season gone on. The defense is just starting to look much better basically every game. And I can't necessarily say the same about Miami, Ohio, especially when it comes to their shot defense. They are not a good team. You know, they've allowed a 51.7 effective field goal percentage, 256th, the worst shot defense in the country. Um, and going up against a team like Toledo, who's going to shoot the ball very, very well. It's going to be hard to keep up with them um, if your defense, you know, can't slow their offense down even at all. Um, and I love how Miami, Ohio shoots the ball, um, but that's really where the positive ends for this team. Um, and as far as Toledo goes, honestly, I think they could run away with this game, even on the road. They're just such a competitive team, um, and they're pretty solid on both sides of the ball. I love the Toledo pick them here against Miami, Ohio. And finally, rounding out the card, UMass taking on Davidson. UMass comes into this game 7-7 seven and seven on the year. Davidson is 12-2. and two. And this Davidson team is obviously one we've been on a few times this season. They're 47th in Kempom, 71st in the Hot Tibet rankings. Um, but don't discount UMass. 147th in Kempom. They're actually 118th in the Hot Tibet rankings. And while they might have started 8-10 play 0-2 um, with losses to Richmond and Duquesne, they're not a bad team. And we saw them have very solid performances earlier in the season. A win over Penn State, a win over Rutgers. But don't get me wrong. 
They can be a spotty team at times. And Davidson, for the most part, has looked pretty much rock solid the whole year. They had a great win over Alabama before the Christmas break. Granted, Alabama's kind of falling apart at the moment. Um, but I would expect them to pick it back up here as you know SEC play goes or not. Who knows? But um, needless to say, still a good win at the time. They start the A-10 play 2-0 here. And Hung Jung Lee has been an absolute monster scoring the ball for Davidson, dropping 17.4 points per game. Foster Lawyer is also dropping 16.2 points per game. And he should be back to 100% going into this game. And overall, Davidson is one of the best shooting teams in the country. A 57.6 effective field goal percentage, hitting 41.3% from beyond the arc. Um, second in the country in three-point shooting. And they're also in 77.5% of their free throws. But much like the last game we looked at, UMass is not a bad shooting team either. They got a couple of great scores. Um, Noah Fernandez for UMass is dropping 16 points per game. He leads the team in that category. CJ Kelly is also dropping 13.9 points per game. And there is a good team shooting the ball all around as well. A 54.4 effective field goal percentage, 40.5% from beyond the arc. And they're hitting 73.2% of their free throws. So um, offensively, these teams are great. Davidson does a good job holding onto the basketball. Only a 14.8 turnover percentage, 18th in the country in that category. And it's why their offense has been so elite. You know, they're 19th in the country in adjusted offensive efficiency. Um, compared to UMass 34 in the country in offensive efficiency. And while Davidson defense definitely has a huge edge here, um, still only 127th in adjusted defensive efficiency. But when you're going up against UMass, who has a, a 321 adjusted defensive efficiency, according to Ken Palm, um, there definitely are some question marks there. Um, most notably for UMass, their shot defense. It has not been great this season. They're allowing a 54.8 effective field goal percentage on the year, 327th in the country in that category. And that's definitely an area that, that David can, Davidson can 100% exploit um, if you're not careful. But for this UMass team, like I said, they've been spotty on and off. And in the games they've played better, it's because they've pushed tempo. They've they've made teams make mistakes and enforced them to play how they don't want to play. And, you know, they have a 69.9 adjusted tempo, 110th fastest team in the country. Um, and it's something that they got to do. Granted, they're not super, you know, the fastest on the defensive side of the ball. But if that offense can, can speed things up and get through that Davidson defense and wear them down a little bit, um, I think UMass more than has the ability to keep this game close. And honestly, it's just too many points. In this game i do love what bob milkup um, has done and the team he's assembled here at davidson and i'm sure we'll be betting on davidson as the year rolls on much like we have early um and betting against him certainly scares me but again too many points here in this game the umass offense is too solid to to not keep it within 13 even if the defense is a little lackluster so give me umass plus 13 here against davidson that wraps it up for Tuesday's college basketball show. If you want to see more college basketball action, head over to hotdebest.com. Take a look at everything going over on there, as well as NFL playoffs coming up, NBA, NHL, got the UFC coming back. So take a look at all that stuff up there, as well as follow the Hot Tibbets main account on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok to stay up to date with all the computer model action going on over there. As well as you follow me, or, or as well as you want to see what I'm doing, follow me at Hot Tibbets Chris on Twitter and Instagram. Stay up to date with all the content I'm putting out, as well as on the Best Thing app, app where you get early access to all the picks the second I record each episode. Make sure you're following there so you get the same lines I do, the best line possible for each game. Um, as well as if you're watching here on YouTube, hit the like button, subscribe to the channel, hit the bell notification so you don't miss out on any future content. And most importantly, drop a comment down below. Let me know who you guys are betting on for Tuesday's college basketball card. And thanks for watching today's show. I will see you guys tomorrow.